episode of Me and Mr. 80s. I'm Nick the Me Part, and Mr. 80s is on assignment. That's right, it's just me solo for a brand new episode, and we're just going to be talking uh, music, pop culture, and all sorts of things. It's been uh, a few years since we put out anything new, and... You know, we just figured this is a good time, you know, because everyone's sitting around listening to podcasts, so why not listen to ours? Um, We're still around on Facebook, and we're still there wanting to hear from you, so if you have any ideas, topics, guests, all sorts of things, uh, hit us up on Facebook and let us know. This is interactive podcasting here. Uh, so, you know, we're doing it for free, so it's just for fun, so enjoy it with us and interact. As you may have heard, that's a new theme song, and that is Me and Mr. 80s as our band alter ego Average Analysis, the full and completely unedited song. Uh, I edited that thing down to make it, uh, quick and punchy, but the whole thing is out there, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, all those sort of things. So listen to it, buy it, enjoy it, live it, love it, learn it. Uh, we haven't been around for a while, and, uh, you know, we felt like it was, uh, I felt like it was time to get back there, and I'll tell you why. Uh Amazon is starting their own podcasting service, uh, obviously to compete with uh, Spotify and their attempts to take over podcasting, uh, hosting and all. Um, and, and they just sent an email that said, oh, you know, we're starting this thing up and we need you to be a part of it. So send us your feed information so we can add you. And like I was telling Mr. 80s, you know, I'm sure millions of people got that. But it felt really nice. They're like, you know, hey, we know Joe Rogan's out there. We know all those other guys out there. But we can't start this until you send us your information. And I was like, okay, sure. So I looked into it, sent the feed information. Uh, was going to get podcasting stats to see if anyone was uh, was listening or will listen once it uh, jumps to this new platform. And uh, it was just a little bit extra to get some uh, uh downloading along with it and i'm like hey why not just you know throw a few episodes up there see if uh anyone still listens and you know we had ideas uh for other things to do with the podcast uh, mr 80s wanted uh to do guests but you know geez seven eight years ago it is not like now where everyone knows how to use a zoom call so uh, you know, maybe we can get some guests, either, you know, uh, music and pod uh, and pop culture type people, or maybe some uh, extra guest hosts. Maybe we can do other things like that. So if you have any interests, ideas, and all that, hit us up on Facebook. And 
If you don't like Facebook, because some people don't, uh, let us know, and maybe we'll do a Twitter or Discord or wherever the people are nowadays. Um, there's a website, www.pandarock, that's P-A-N-D-A-R-O-K dot com, uh, where there's all sorts of information on Average Analysis, our band, Boost for Darla, my band, and me and Mr. 80s. So, yeah, so a contact thing there. So if you don't want to go to Facebook, you can go there and tell me to start up a Twitter or something. Uh, all right. So, new topic for today is called Reboot My Childhood. We've all been seen that everyone wants to restart everything from the 80s and all. And... I broke it down into two categories of reboots that they, I think they should make from TVs and from movies. And remakes, reboots, I don't think they should make from TV and movies. I, I thought of doing music, but it seems like every time they redo, especially 80s pop songs, they turn them into weird gothic dirges that kind of suck. And, you know... That's not really all that fun to say, because that's pretty much the conversation. I will say, though, if you haven't seen the movie Captain Fantastic, they did a wonderful, like, um, Americana-esque version of uh, Sweet Child of Mine that I think is wonderful. Very happy, very uplifting. It was, you know, a, a kind of a pivotal part of the movie. So if you haven't seen the movie, you know, you may want to see the movie with the song, because I think it makes it even better. But as for reboots they should make from TV, first one is Small Wonder. I, I know I know what a lot of people have been uh, talking about it on podcasts and stuff like that, and they'll talk about it like they saw it a lot. I think I saw like, I don't know, five or six episodes. I never knew when it was coming on. It would just be like, every so often, boom, it'd be there. And I'd be like, oh, this is interesting. So the plot is... And I didn't do any research on this because, you know, it didn't seem like that interesting. It just seems like a dad that makes a robot daughter. And, you know, that, that, that is rife for, you know, modern takes on, you know, AI, you know. You know, it was a comedy uh, sitcom, 30-minute concept with like a mom a dad a brother and a, the robot daughter and she was the fish out of water who didn't really know and they, she was trying to make friends and I, I i'd love to see if it was still around somewhere but i can't say i've seen it any time in the last i don't know 20 some years that just seems like a modern concept that they could really do some fun with Okay, what about Family Ties? We all remember Alex P. Keaton and uh, Michael J. Fox and, you know, jeez, uh, whatever happened to Justine Bateman and... Uh, mm, I can't think of it. Um, but that was a... Um, a 30-minute drama comedy... Or was it an hour? Hmm. That 
I think stuck with a lot of people who saw it when they were of that age. And, uh, you know, considering the climate of uh, uh, politics, you know, having a uh, kid who's a staunch Republican in a family full of more Democratic people, that might be an interesting concept to have nowadays and try and play with it. But they always had some, you know, uh, some heavy topics in there. I remember one on uh, Alex trying to uh, bet stocks, and he lost his shirt on that. And, you know, there was uh, there was like an uncle or something who uh, had a gambling addiction. And, uh, hmm, just some very interesting concepts and topics, you know. I think it could be done something with in a modern context. Um, I read a while ago, and obviously COVID has uh, uh, changed things a lot, but at some point earlier this year, Jane Lynch had said she was going to do a Golden Girls reboot. I'm like, okay, there we go. That should be uh, another type of uh, show that can get a reboot. You know, uh, I don't think of a lot of shows out there that, that are uh, have an older, uh, mainly older cast. There was one on NBC. Uh, the only person I can think of who was on there. Nope, I can't think. Oh, no, it was, uh, oh, gosh. David Allen Greer, maybe? And I, I saw a couple episodes of that, and it did not seem to have great writing. But you know, there's definitely something that can that can be done. You know, you, taking a genre that people haven't played in a lot gives you a good chance to do some, you know, do some new jokes, do some good things. Uh, what about Dukes of Hazard? I loved this as a kid. Uh, I was young enough to not really understand what Daisy Dukes were. I remember it being, you know, noticeable or somewhat memorable, but not memorable enough that it would become a, a pop culture riff. So, but, you know, it was fun. It was family friendly. It had a southern slant that, you know, probably nowadays would go over like gangbusters. What about WKRP in Cincinnati? Uh, that was another one I loved when I was a kid. Uh, haven't seen at all in 20 years. But, you know, it could be uh, talk about how radio has changed, you know, in the last, you know, 20, 30 years. And, <laughs> and probably everyone now would be working at Sirius. Um, as far as movies, uh, well, let's see where we're at here. Uh, short Circuit. Good old Johnny Five. You know, he was sweet, he was charming, he was a robot that everyone liked. You know, now you could, uh, uh, just like with uh, uh, Reboot uh, Small Wonder, you, know, you can definitely do another one of those you know, heartwarming, family-friendly comedy-type things, and I, I'm sure 
Steve Gutenberg is still available. Uh, he was just on John Oliver or something uh, a month ago or something. What about Lady Hawk? The uh, vehicle for Matthew Broderick and um, what was it? Rucker Hauer was the other. And uh, that was, a, you know, one of those ones that I was surprised. It was an okay movie, but it really seemed to stuck around, uh, stick around thanks to, uh, you know, reruns on, you know, TNT and stuff like that. Um, you know, he was a wise-ass kid. They had a kooky love story that I won't give away, but, you know, if, if you haven't seen it, it's, uh, it's definitely worth movie, uh, you know, worth seeing. And, you know, it's definitely, you know, Medieval reboot. Yeah, I could see it. Speaking of medieval type stuff, what about Highlander? Uh, For something that seems so uh, cult favorite type movie and TV series and all that stuff, I'm surprised that thing hasn't come around around in this, you know, reboot, reboot culture that's out there. And I don't know how many people remember this one, but The Last Starfighter. Uh, great storyline. Yeah, he's a 20-something kid that works at a trailer park with his mom, and he plays a video game and beats it. And turns out that that video game was a uh, recruitment to save the galaxy. And he gets whisked away to space while a... Uh, a robot uh, duplicate of him stays behind to try and uh, live his life. Delightful movie. Definitely, you know, in the era of video games and VR. I mean, boy, you could really do some really fun things with trying to uh, modernize that concept. And, you know, there's definitely room for sequels, even though that thing never had one. War Games is another movie that I think seems like it would just be a slam dunk for money. You know, computers, war, snarky teens. What more could you ask for? Another Matthew Broderick one. Boy. You do, uh... Oh, gosh. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You could do the reboot trifecta. <laughs> For Matthew Broderick movies in the eighties, another one of those ones that I don't know uh, how many people saw it, but Time Bandits was uh, a thorough favorite of my childhood. Uh, done by Terry Gilliam from Monty Python, and uh, it was just weird time travel. It had Sean Connery in there, and uh, I think they turned someone's parents into a into pigs and it, it's a weird crazy movie uh, but I thoroughly enjoyed the heck out of it Escape from New York was another one of those uh, movies that I thought was just great at the time and I've seen it recently I still think it lives up to it uh, it was John Carpenter and uh, uh, Kurt Russell boy I haven't heard from him in a while. Um, And I never thought the uh, Escape from L.A., the sequel, was that good. Oh, and I read something 
uh, Ghosts from Mars, which was another John Carpenter movie, apparently was supposed to be the third in the uh, Snake Plissken Escape from New York trilogy that they, uh, I think like the studio didn't want to do it with uh, Kurt Russell anymore and they just thought the idea was not good enough so they made it into a movie with uh, Ice Cube I think is the lead guy in there. I have it and I watched it uh, a couple of years ago. Eh, it's okay. I can see where they, you know, uh, could have made that into a, a Snake Plissken movie, but I don't know why they would have. Uh, uh, and what about, last one here, Blade Runner. I know they made Blade Runner 2049, which I thought was, I think, better than the reviews and were, uh, but what about actually redoing that movie in a modern context? Um, you know, the, it, it, you know, it was basically set, I think, right about this time in the, in the actual movie from the eighties. So, you know, it, it just, it plays, uh, like it would be a really cool thing to see. Well, speaking of that, uh, if anyone has a VR headset out there, there is a, uh, a game out, uh, it's available on itch.io. Uh, you can get a, uh, I think they're in like alpha or beta or something of that, but the game is called Lo-Fi. And <laughs> it's like living in Blade Runner. I mean, uh, as soon as I booted it up, the, you know, the whole uh, dark rainy future, you know, techno-y music and shadowy and you're actually playing a, a cop and you uh, fly around in a uh, vehicle that's very Blade Runner-esque. It's, it's delightful. I can't wait to see what more they do with that. And it's definitely worth checking out if you ever loved the Blade Runner universe. So, now we're at two reboots they should not make. This is going to cover a lot of things because the first one is one that happened that I don't, I don't know why it happened. I never watched Magnum P.I. that much. I mean, I saw a few episodes of it, you know, enough to like Tom Selleck and thought he was fun when he went to uh, Friends years later. Uh, but I never thought it was that great a show to begin with. I never really got the concept of it and then they rebooted it on CBS and I'm still not sure why they did it. I don't even know if anyone's watching it I, or if it's even, I think it's still on but um, wow, if you're out there and you're loving that uh, you need to tell me why because I'm fascinated why uh, MASH you know that was such a singular concept of you know going back to Vietnam. I I don't think they could remake that in a modern setting. You know, I, I don't know if people would be on board with something uh, that was uh, at the time. I mean, you know, I watched <laughs> most of every episode from that thing over the years in uh, syndication, 
And, you know, they touched on a lot of different, you know, everything from uh, people going AWOL, mental health, uh, just all sort of, you know, crises that happened. And it was a good, well-written show with an interesting amount of characters. And they uh, pulled off uh, a, a number of cast switches over the years better than I think any other TV show I can think of, but I think it's too much of a ton concept tied to Vietnam. I don't know if I'd be impressed if someone could pull off something like that as a remake. <laughs> and what about Three's Company? So, for anyone who doesn't know, the concept is a guy is living in an apartment with two girls and to get away with it because god forbid a, a single guy could live with two single women they told the landlord that he was gay and every episode it seemed like was somebody overhearing something that sounded like jack was not gay and mr roper or mr furley the managers for many seasons uh, would try and bust him and prove that he's not gay and it always didn't work and so much of that concept just I can't imagine anyone trying to sell that in any way I mean just you know uh, trying to f wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that is a that is a concept that is lost to time, and that's okay. For movies that they could shouldn't make or couldn't make, Weird Science. I, I just got this on uh, digital. I haven't had a chance to watch it. But I haven't seen many years, but I was just like, oh, I love that movie as a kid. And I was like, okay, I have to see this. But uh, the concept is basically two teenagers build a, a robot woman for sex. So, oh, and as a sexual woman, she's constantly telling people how good they sex her. Yeah, I, I, I think that is a concept, much like Three's Company, that I don't think you could pull off nowadays. Uh, that is just uh, <laughs> that is just a concept from a from a bygone era. Uh, Revenge of the Nerds um, has the country's love of Big Bang Theory made hating nerds a lost concept? Have we, you know, accepted the nerd, the geek, the um, unwashed masses? And um, so that, that a movie about wanting to beat up nerds doesn't make sense? as a geek, nerd, and whatever, 
I hope so. I hope everyone can just be who they are. Lost Boys. Man. Uh, I, the vampire genre, I think, I think they've had their limit. They've, they, they, their 15 minutes are up, and it's time to move on. Um, I don't think this needs to, even though I've heard, you know, this seems like one of those ones where people have loved the original so much. I mean, there've been, you know, straight to video sequels. I think there was a, uh, a sequel that had one of the Corys or something in it. Uh, didn't keep up on it. Saw the original. Thought it was okay. Never saw any of the, uh, other ones. Never wanted to see another one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Has anyone kept up with this? Is it, is it a wonderful series? Have I been missing out? You know, hit me up on Facebook somewhere. Let me know. Uh, and last Tuesday, quick list of movies that I don't think they can remake because I think the star attached to the movie is too iconic. Real genius. I don't think anyone could or should pull off Val Kilmer's job. I think that is a singularly delightful movie. Not as funny as I remembered it being, you know, from my childhood, but still an, a, a fun movie with a terrific performance. Uh, Top Gun, you know, they're pulling the sequel out someday. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise... Is just too good for that role. Desperately seeking Susan. I don't know why anyone would want to make a sequel uh, or a uh, a reboot of this, but frankly, Madonna was just perfect for that moment. And I've never really loved Patricia Arquette that much, but I thought she did fine with it. <laughs> and uh, UHF, yeah. No one can do Weird Al, but Weird Al. And Purple Rain. And, you know, obviously, I don't know that anyone would want to reboot it since it was really somewhat based upon Prince's own life. But now that he's gone, who knows who owns the rights? Who knows whether or not they'd pull off a reboot? But they should not. That is a perfect movie, perfect soundtrack should be left alone. Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, I own all three, and I like uh, two varying degrees. I love first one. Enjoy the second one, and the third one's okay. But they are totally Eddie Murphy. I mean, you just... I could never understand why anyone would want even though I know that there have been uh, reboot talks about that. No. Drop the mic, walk away. Stripes, another, you know, that's that's Bill Murray. Don't touch it. And, of course, Die Hard, you know. The, the movie that spawned a million Die Hard on a plane, Die Hard on a train, Die Hard on a stadium, Die Hard on a... Yeah. It's an original for a reason. And last, the last thing I'll bring up uh, ties into uh, something else. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
Uh, I rewatched the first two movies in preparation for seeing the third one. Uh, I still enjoy the first one, um, but I know Metacritic has it like at 80%. Uh, and the second one, which is my favorite, it was only like 50. I, I enjoy the first one. I think it's a great setup of who the characters are, but I think they really take those characters someplace in the second movie. And I also enjoy the uh, pop metal soundtrack from, you know, Slaughter, Winger, even Primus is on there, Faith No More. It's a good soundtrack. It's a great movie. And for anyone who has not seen the brand new face the music bill and ted face the music it is an excellent movie they they do a good job of writing they do a good job of throwing in weird time travel and introducing you to their families it's i'm glad they made it i enjoyed the first two and i was hoping they uh would do something good with this one and i know they've talked about doing this for years apparently uh the i was listening to something that they uh, did as a promotion for it and they were talking about this like 10 years ago the uh the guys that play bill and ted and the two writers who are the two writers who have written all three movies they've been friends the entire time and they were all at dinner 10 years ago and started talking about this and, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing that when you, you know, do sequels to iconic things, that's what you need. You need to have people who really care about it and just did it for uh, love and enjoyment. And that is how we'll end this. Love and enjoyment. Well, it's been weird chatting with you all without my... Uh, foil Mr. 80s but it has been <laughs> it has been fun I hope you enjoy it I hope you uh, want to stick with this hey you know I'll say it again hit us up social media com. hit the uh, contact us thing tell me who you are tell me what you're doing tell me what you think I'd love to hear it so until next time have a good day. Didn't know that my life would turn into the scene of the crime.